Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast is brought to you by Genesis House and the Friends in Recovery community, a thriving network of individuals who are fighting back against the stigma of addiction and recovery. Join your hosts, Mike the Podfather and Jersey Ed, as they break the silence and speak up about the real issues of addiction, treatment, and recovery. Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast is available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, here are your Friends in Recovery. Hey everybody, welcome to Friends in Recovery Podcast. I am the Podfather, Mike Miles. And I'm Jersey Ed. And I'm Melissa. Yes. Hey, Melissa. <laughs> lovely Melissa's Somebody, with us today. We got a guest. Yep, Melissa from, where are you from? Richmond, Virginia. <laughs> yes. And Genesis House. Just a hop, skipping a jump away. That's right, yeah. that's right. <laughs> so good to have you on the show. Absolutely. Yeah. And and what studio? Oh, Sweets, Sweets Podcast Studio. Sweet Sweets Production. Production. Yeah. Sweets Production. Melissa definitely has the voice for this podcast. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and you have the face for this, uh, too, absolutely. Mike. <laughs> absolutely. I have the face for the podcast. That's right. That's right. So how's everybody doing today? Doing well. How good. about you, Ed? Good. Good. We, we, we coaxed Melissa to come up here to, cold up to here. talk yeah. and, and get yep. on the show, yep. and she's doing stuff outside of her comfort zone. Yeah. That's good. It's, you're growing. Vulnerability. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well, a, mon- a monkey could do this, so you know, I don't know about your comfort <laughs> yeah, we zone. We do it, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Melissa, you have some business for us? I do. All right. I do. All right. It's kind of got? fun taking this every day, right? So before it's we go be any professionally further, done, then. <laughs> we want to say thank you to Genesis House absolutely. because they do so much for us. I mean, not only do they help keep this show running, set us up in this beautiful studio, but they really believe in our mission and getting the word out there. So we are so grateful to them for that. Um, So in addition to the podcast that you guys do, and I'm just really a guest here, you're the stars, but in addition to this, um, we have a community uh, around the country here. So we've got events that we do. We've got an event in Voorhees, New Jersey, and an event down in Palm Springs, Florida. And these are super successful. So people come every month. We get together. A really great community. Um, We're starting two new events in January that I'm really, really excited about. So we're going to have one up here in Lowell, Massachusetts. So right here where we're filming. Um, And we're also going to add one in Newtown, Connecticut. We're collaborating with the Newtown Parent Connection on that That's right, yeah. So we're really excited. Um, We want to keep making these events. We want to bring this community to you. Right. So if you are in Boise, Idaho, or you are in Nashville, Tennessee, and you want to create a Friends in Recovery community event, please get in touch with us. We'd love to collaborate with you and, and get it going. What about Anchorage, Alaska? Good. Uh, I would love to visit there, although I, I might need an extra coat. Yeah. I'm, I'm barely sure. making it here up in Boston. <laughs> I'm going to do the Honolulu meeting. So. Okay, yes. That and Sweets, you can go with us, all right? Send me, send me there. I'm in. Okay, good. Right. I, fi- I kind of figured that, but I figured I'd ask anyway, so. Okay, so just another reminder, uh, our show here, we are powered by your likes, follows, subscribes, and shares. <laughs> okay, good. thank so you. So <laughs> please follow us on social media, share us with your friends, leave us a review, all that five stuff. Star. Yeah, five star. Five star. Five star says Jersey ad. So all that stuff helps to get the word out. And we're always looking for people to come on and share their story. So if you're a person in recovery, if you're a professional out in the community, if you're a family member, a loved one of somebody who has struggled with substance abuse or mental health, we'd love to have you on. We want to put the spotlight on your story. 
Right. Well, Melissa, uh, other than just having a fabulous um, presence and <laughs> beautiful I've never, voice, I've never heard anything read this well, this well. So <laughs> usually it's muttering through. <laughs> it usually takes me 10 minutes that to read, read that. That was very well. Right? That was excellent. <laughs> we have all this extra time now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Do we have to do more? So well, we can We can do a podcast pick it a week if you want. Okay. And you denied doing that. So You know, that's really your wheelhouse. I know Jersey it is. Ed, it is. So I know. Take I know. it away. So good. All right. Well, my podcast pick of the week um for this week is that sober guy podcast this guy is kind of a um a joe rogan uh jersey ed of podfather mix that's, that's how i look at him right? yeah 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 well that sweets his favorite joe rogan right that's your guy well i love a lot of his shows i wouldn't say he's my favorite but i do like a lot of his shows <laughs> yes. yeah but my favorite is friends, friends in recovery, recovery podcast. podcast yeah what about uh answering the call answering the call is my second favorite right. and then i also like collateral damage you do I'm just gonna throw that right <laughs> in there you go <laughs> and that was one of our podcast picks of the week too it was one of so, my favorites yeah absolutely so that sober guy podcast host is shane ramer uh, rammer shane rammer um very hip cool uh straight to the point no bullshit podcast as he says, fun shit. This is all that was on his, um, what what he does. It is. It's a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed that podcast. It's it's light. It's um, it's kind of. Um, what were the topics? Just recovery. Oh, it's he, recovery. It, it's him okay. by himself yeah. just talking and trying to fill time like we do here, like I'm yeah. doing right now. Yeah. And, uh, and just um, really recovery based. You know, there's a message in between everything. You really have to listen to it. Yeah. Um, so uh, it, it's it's a podcast you definitely want to kind of concentrate on and, and listen, maybe at the gym or whatever, and listen to it. But um, the message is there, no doubt mm -hmm. about it. You just got to pick through. You know. need some inspiration when you're it's dying on the treadmill. Exactly. <laughs> and he'll, he'll give it to you. He's, he's you know, and, and I, I he, de he definitely lets loose on some F-bombs. Of course, we don't do that here at Friends in Recovery, but... Try not to. Just this episode? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> keeping it together for me, right? Absolutely. Oh, fuck, really? No. <laughs> oh, oh, there it is. It's gone. Broke, he broke the seal. <laughs> I, was always told, I was always told vulgarity is ignorance, so I try not to swear myself. Um, Podfather's it was, really uh, keeping I, it together I'm here fucking ignorant the room, then. right? So fuck it all. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Melissa has to hear all her F-bombs. But she said the other day that we cursed too much, so... No, not we, not we. No, she didn't say we. She I gotta rein it in every right. I know, I know, but you know, I'm gonna take advantage of that. You know, you can't tell me what to do. You can't tell Jerry Ed what to do. <laughs> okay? right, this man right. listens to podcasts while he's on the treadmill. That's right. I'm a podcast maniac. So, anyways, so, so Melissa, tell yeah. us a little bit about yourself. Tell us yeah. what you do because I know you're very instrumental at um, Genesis. All kidding aside, you um, you've you've really helped this show get to where it's at now, and uh, we're yeah. just we're just starting to grow. So, I mean, this is really just one little piece of what I do. And I'm so lucky that the folks at Genesis House let us do this. Mm -hmm. um, so these podcasts are kind of a labor of love. And we put a lot of work into it to sure. try to connect people with these resources. You might not be able to get to Genesis House. Obviously, we want everyone to come down That's right. because it's wonderful. That's but right. if you can't get there, this is a really a really good way to get a little bit of the message. Absolutely. So when I'm not doing this, I'm meeting with folks out in the community and people who are in need of services and trying to help them get to where they need to be and, and help them along that journey. You have a really um, a real nice command presence. Um, you're a very uh, smart, obviously very smart, intelligent woman. And um, is, is this what you went to school for? Uh, what, what got you in this line of work? You know, I, I actually have a background in psychology. 
And then along the way, you know, as we all have dealt with life, I became informed and educated in other ways. And the stars sort of aligned. And I found myself here being able to help people and and bring it all together. And I love it. It's so fun getting to meet new people, getting to hear their stories, getting to share those stories. It's really important to me. You know, Melissa is a perfect example of, um, somebody not in recovery. I just broke your anonymity, yeah. but not in recovery, <laughs> but has the passion for it. And, um, you know, a lot of people say, well, you got to be in recovery to do this work. You don't. You really don't. You know, we have several people. Um, Stacy, my wife, is also not in recovery and she has the passion for it. Um, you know, we, Mike and I and Sweets, were blessed to to have this passion. And we we definitely did our our own schooling in it, but you don't really have to be in recovery to do this. Is that something you're finding? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that in order for us to really make leeway and and kind of really reduce the stigma out there, we all need to work together, right? So recovery isn't just something that you guys deal with on your own. This is something right. we're all dealing with yeah, in our communities. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's not an isolated incident. Nope. And I really, you know, I believe in in promoting health and, and, and mental wellness for the entire community. And I love the recovery community. It's so inspiring. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, what's your theory on uh, spirituality um, versus religion? <laughs> oh, wow, good good one. Question. That was good, Mike. <laughs> Good, good. Is that going to be our show? We're going to do uh, spirituality yeah, versus I religion? I think we should segue right into that. Absolutely. Do you have any definitions on that? Well, I'm, I'm happy you asked because a little bird um, put some definitions right in nice. front of me here. So I haven't read them yet. So you're going to catch me reading on the air. And, and that's my do. chicken scratch that right? I wrote down okay. too. So, so here's, here's what Jersey, uh, Jersey Ed found uh, uh, by way of Google. <laughs> yes, that's it. Okay, so religion and spirituality, are they the same? And um, we've got some definitions here for you so religion is the belief and worship of a superhuman controlling power so this is you know especially a god or it could be gods right? right sure so what spirituality and how is that different um and i actually did read this definition and i loved it mm-hmm. um spirituality the quality of being concerned with a human spirit as opposed to just material physical things so you're really you know spirituality you're you're connecting with the soul of your fellow human being. Sure. Mm-hmm. sure. Not like necessarily that. under the guidance of a God. Right. Yeah. I think religion to me is just when I hear both of these, and if I had to give a definition off the top of my head, religion would be a um, would be a being. It would be a, a specific. It would definitely be a specific whatever, you know, a being, uh, an idol. Uh, a God. Or a God. Uh, and spirituality can just come from within. It can be, to me, I think nature. I think... Um, the stars, the moon, or, or just life in general, you know, um, a raindrop or a leaf or, or anything that, you know, just might bring yeah. pleasure to you. Yeah. T- to, to, to your soul well a spirituality I'm, I think I'm more of the spiritual kind of guy I do believe in in God and and I do believe in all that but spirituality I like what it says about the soul and um, this program for me and I can tell the passion in this room um, it, as far as sweets and Mike I think it comes from our soul and I don't think if you know because we were soul sick all those years ago mm-hmm. and to, to repair our soul I think uh, uh, can a God do it? Yes, but I think you have to dig even deeper to, in, in your spirituality um, and really kind of fix that soul sickness so you can recover and then maybe believe in a God after that, you know, mm-hmm. or, or at least the God that you understand and how you understand it, you know. If you don't fix your soul, you're fucked. You know, not, it's, 
just not going to work, I don't think. There he goes again. We should get a cow. We should <laughs> yeah. get a cow. We're going to we're going to get a jar. A big jar up here <laughs> for everybody's watching. <laughs> you know, I, I saw a uh, I saw a bumper sticker once that said we're not uh, human beings searching for a spiritual experience. We're spiritual beings searching for the human experience. Yeah. And I thought that, that was like, you know, for a bumper sticker it was yeah. pretty deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was it, it, it really hit home for me because spirituality for me was about searching for that human experience, mm-hmm. you know, right. trying to connect with humanity and just be a better person. Yeah. Right. yeah. Five yeah. friends of mine died in a plane crash in 1994. Five uh, Lowell police officers and uh, two of them were closest friends. Uh, um, it was very horrific, um, you know, plane crash. They're coming back from a hunting trip, um, and it, they just they died. They perished, and um, you know, it was just very traumatic. Uh, we had to go through five funerals in five days, and just try to come together as a group. And I, I guess um, a woman—I don't know even know where she was from. She sent a, a book to the police station, and. Um, I was getting the mail for the union at the time, and, and the book was called um, Embraced by the Light, and it was a paperback, and it was probably 120 pages. It was very small, but basically the long and the short of it is, is she was an Indian, American Indian woman, a mother of seven, mm. and she died for 28 minutes on the operating table. She had had a, um, um, a, a heart problem, and um, she goes on this journey, and she just as best she can remember she she had an out of body experience and then she's on this journey going at light speed through this tunnel and i mean it, it's, it's really deep but what i got out of it is um we we are we are spirits um the the real life in us is is spiritual and the reason at being a cop being to so many sudden deaths seeing so many corpses people that are dead that have been dead for days. I mean, you know, you, you might want you might love somebody, but after you've been dead a couple of days, you're not going to be hugging that corpse. And it, you, if you do, you're not going to be hugging it for long, because all you have is rotting flesh. Mm-hmm. And and it just meant so much to me that the spirit um, that she discussed, that she talked about, that she described vividly, um, it just really made me start believing. And this was in I was probably I don't know 12, 14 years sober at the time, but my belief um, changed that after reading that book and you know i wouldn't be surprised if the god of my understanding was a woman or or or, or a different type of person mm-hmm. or being you know i just don't know but I, I definitely am a spiritual person as well absolutely that's I, interesting yeah i like what you, you said mike because you know what you can't you know like when a family member dies or a loved one dies or whatever um you know you can't you don't go and hug that body and you you, you know it's the soul of the person that you love you i i know i connect with the soul of a person. I don't. I mean, yeah, I connect with uh, with people because you Your see them. Spirit. Yeah, yeah. Your you just spirit. you just connect, especially with with family members. And you know, my grandmother. Um, you know, I I still believe she's around. I still believe. Uh, you know, she's she's always watching over me, my grandfather. And it's not the physical body. It's it's all the memories. It's all the all the good times. That's all spirituality. It's all in, you know, it's all there, you know, and, and, but you know, the other hand of, I'm going to play the devil's advocate on the other hand, um, the religion part, I think got me to understand the spiritual part. So without, without the religion, I went to Catholic school, Catholic school years and we did worship the crosses and the figures and the altar and the communion and all that. But I think that helped me understand um, later on in life, in my recovery, more spirituality, um, you know, understanding that that there's more than just uh, a cross on the wall or go up for communion and say your confession. I think that's, uh, you know, I think it's a it's a step or a journey into spirituality. What do you guys think? I, I don't know. I mean, 
I think it's really interesting, you know, uh, the podfather here was saying that he uh, had an evolution in his thought 12 to 14 years into your recovery. Right. And I think that that's a hang up that a lot of people have when they first get into recovery. And let's talk about that after the break. Yeah, we're going to take a break here. Taking a break. We're definitely going to talk about that. Friends of Recovery podcast. We'll be right back with the intelligent, witty, and very lovely (laughs) Melissa. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. (laughs) Since 1992, Genesis House has been helping real people heal from addiction on their private recovery campus in beautiful Palm Beach County, Florida. Their family-owned program is accredited by the Joint Commission and offers detox and dual diagnosis treatment in a comfortable and confidential setting. At Genesis House, they focus on treating the underlying causes of addiction. Their comprehensive approach includes psychiatric care, individual and small group therapy, trauma healing techniques, and holistic care including yoga, massage, and animal-assisted therapy. After treatment, their clients enjoy the lifelong support of a nationwide network of Genesis House alumni. Call Genesis House today at 1-800-737-0933 to speak with someone who understands. Visit them on the web at www.genesishouse.net. It's time to start your journey to a long and successful recovery. Hey, welcome back, Friends of Recovery Podcast. I am the uh, Podfather. And Jersey Ed. Hey, and I'm Melissa. Yeah. <laughs> I need a nickname. Yeah, right. We're, oh, we're going to think of a good one. Yeah. And we got we got who over here on the... Uh, Sweets. Sweets. Doing like, the operations. We all hide behind names. Yeah, we yes. like it, though. That's weird, isn't it? Before yeah. the break, we were talking... Spirit- Our masks. Yeah. Our masks. <laughs> we were talking spirituality versus religion, and Melissa, you were saying. Yeah, so I was saying I think it's really, really interesting that the Podfather had this change in thought 12 to 14 years into recovery and i think that this this definition of religion or spirituality might um you know give someone pause as they first enter a recovery program absolutely Mm. and i think there's a lot of room for flexibility even you know after you've started what that definition is over the years a decade in there's a lot of flexibility and evolution of thought that occurs what Mm. do you think sweets I would say the same. My understanding of spirituality has evolved over the last decade. You know, I went from, um, you know, being real, uh, I don't know, dismissive, you know, to it. You know, that, that I, I had spent most of my life not having a connection to people and humanity. I had spent a lot of time separating myself from them so that I could do the things that I was doing. Like, you can't, mm-hmm. as, a, as so an addict, true, you man. can't do the things you do and still care about how people think and feel. You yeah. can't. You can't run around committing crimes and stealing and lying and living a disingenuous, dishonest way of life and be spiritual, mm. you know. So that's why we say we're spiritually bankrupt right. when we come into uh, uh, recovery is that, yeah. you know, you start from zero. Mm. And so I was real dismissive of the idea that, you know, I would ever have that because I never had it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I had to go back to when I was a kid and that doesn't, you know, that doesn't translate into adult life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, my 14-year-old version of spirituality is not the same as my 40-year-old version. Did you know so. what spirituality is when you're 14? Yeah, I was uh, I was baptized. Okay. I was uh, you know, my 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 father, uh, his side brought me to church religiously, <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and uh, my mother brought me to church occasionally. So, you know, I had a taste of it. I had uh, I had read the Bible. I went to um, uh, youth Bible studies and stuff like that. And so I understood it and I understood religion. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's where we're talking about the difference between exactly. the two is like, I understood religion and I knew who God was as they were explaining it to me. I knew that religion was something that these people got together and believed in. I wanted to believe in it. But even at a young age, I didn't know if I did. 
And then in recovery, you know, I, I was not a big fan of religion because I saw religion as something that was like this organized human thing, mm -hmm. you know, and it was fallible. It was a broken system that I wasn't comfortable getting in, getting into. This is my personal opinion. And, um, but spirituality is something I could dig into. Spirituality was like, you know, just being a better person, connecting to humanity, doing the next right thing, uh, caring about, uh, um, uh, the well-being of others and that that to me that's my recovery that's mm. spiritual yeah. connection and that's why i was saying like we're all spiritual beings searching for a human connection mm -hmm. and in recovery i found that in the fellowship in right. my uh, helping another person yeah. helping families so yeah. it was for me that was the difference yeah. well, well I, I think i think we can form uh, i'm sorry no, no, Mike. Yeah. i think we can form spirituality into who we want to be where religion you have to see that cross or that 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 pliable. figure yeah exactly so so your spirituality might be different than mine but right. if we both grew up catholic we both knew exactly you know when the mass starts when communion is when our father said and blah 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 and so on right. so i feel the same way as you sweet said it was hard to kind of buy into that um, and I really didn't even know what spirituality was when I was younger. Just not not until I got into recovery, really. Right. Not until I read this this definition. I mean, seriously. I mean, but I do live a spiritual life versus a religious life. But well, I, 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 I just I just want to add to that yeah. real quick. Just and I'm sorry, Paul. No, 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 back fine, to you, but fine, yeah. you're, what you're saying just made me think about the fact that <clears throat> we talk all the we talk all the time, and I'm glad that you're not in recovery and you can speak on this. Maybe you, you can answer this question for me, but. We speak all the time about the fact that because we've been through what we've been through, right, that we're able to make that spiritual connection via the recovery process, right? Mm -hmm. And that if you think about it, the people who don't go through what we don't, what we go through, you know, that maybe they get to use the organization of religion to find that same spiritual connection because they don't have the benefit of what we went through. Mm -hmm. well, I call it a benefit, but yeah. you know, so for us, it's I don't, I don't necessarily need church or the structure of religion to help me find that spiritual connection but people who are not going through the same stuff i went through maybe could use it mm -hmm. yeah. i mean we're all go, we're all getting to the same point i guess yeah. is what, I, what i'm getting at yeah. so. well in the aa literature it talks about spiritual awakening having a having a spiritual awakening um and you know my youngest daughter is uh, very very she's not spiritual she's not uh, religious but she's very spiritual and she had religion growing up but more importantly she karma is her thing and mm. you know i'm a big believer in, in karma and only because of her you know but I, I know over the years things have happened to me that i could have been killed like i could be dead you know and, and, and up close and personal you know two particular times i think of and um you know i know that i've helped people over the years and i've gone out of my way uh, i'm not patting myself on the back i'm just saying i have done that but it's come back to me when my daughter breaks down in the middle of Boston and mm -hmm. some guy stops and changes her tire and doesn't rob her, rape her, mm -hmm. try to, you know, right. to hurt her in any way other than just to help her, you mm -hmm. know? And I'm like, well, the God of my understanding, I'm, I'm thanking that, per, you know, that being or whatever it is. It's not mm -hmm. so much. But the other side of it is there's a grotto in Lowell. It's gorgeous. Uh, Jack Kerouac, the great poet, the great oh, wow. beat writer from Lowell. I'm really into Jack Kerouac readings and everything. And um, this grotto was his was his favorite place in Lowell to go sit and meditate and to and just to uh, a lot of his writings um, the 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 um, Dharma bums I believe it was called um, he talks about this one specific place but it's a Catholic grotto there's the Stations of the Cross and there's a huge um, crucifix and there's a there's a grotto with candles and I used to go there once a week for thirty years and light a candle 
and it wasn't so much the Catholic part of it. It was just my solitude, my, my mm-hmm. quiet place, mm-hmm. and just my, and I was just there for gratitude. Never asked for anything for myself. I was just paying gratitude, you know, gratitude and thanking, and and maybe praying for other people, you know. So, well, well, Podfather Mike, um, w- being a cop, you probably have to straddle both sides of this because, um, you know, I, I've never gone out and put myself in a life or death situation as you as any first responder and i know that's another show but you being a first responder you got to have you got to have a, a a very strong belief in god to help you get through whatever is going on out there and spirituality just everyday living life it sounds like is, is that something that you it sounds like what you just said is you're kind of walking both sides of the aisle yeah well you know this uh, in the catholic religion saint michael is the patron patron saint of uh, of police offices because he was the he was like a police, you know, a police officer, and right? he he was God's security up in mm-hmm. heaven, you know, supposedly or whatever you read. Protector. Yeah, protector, mm-hmm. exactly. So I mean, I, I've I've always believed in Saint Michael, Saint Anthony, uh, and Saint Christopher. You know, I named my son after Saint Christopher, which sounds odd, but that that was my my thing. And none of my kids have ever gotten a car or a license without a Saint Christopher medal. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and they, and then they weren't brought up Catholic; they were brought up Baptist. But they have a little bit of both, you know. So I, I do have that part of it, but. There's another part that's just so far-fetched sometimes. You read and you're like, well, that doesn't really sound like that could happen. But I don't doubt it, but I'm just more into the spirituality because it's just, I don't know, I, I just feel like it's its more understanding to me. Mm-hmm. So can you have both? Can a good you, question. Can you be a religious person? Can you follow a religious dogma? And then can you also subscribe I think to, so. to spirituality? I'll chime in and say I think well, I can. Um. <sighs> Yes, and well, I had it both probably big in in parts of my life. The religion, just like you, sweets, in early early childhood, you know, going to church and all that. But I kind of I say my prayers every morning. I don't church anymore. I don't I don't um, look at idols, you know, crosses or whatever anymore. But I do wear a cross. But um, but spirituality is more prevalent in my life. Um, religion, I don't I don't think I could live without spirituality right now. I I, I would be. I would be back using again. That's number one. Mm. Religion, um, it's I don't want to say it takes a back burner, but it's not it's not prevalent in my life like spirituality. So spirituality keeps me um, who I am today and keeps me going. What about you, Melissa? So I guess my question is um, the religion is is the peace the the gathering at church or is the religion you know sort of the instruction manual that you follow. Uh, that's a good question. I think it's a little bit of everything, but we have gatherings here. We get we gather at AA meetings, but you know, passing the plate, passing the basket, it's all part of a um, celebration or a religious um, event. Um, I think that's completely different than spirituality. I think it's personal preference. I you guess know? that I mean, too. Like I yeah. get, I see a lot of my friends in recovery that. Friends in recovery. How about that? Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Hey, I see, hey, I see hey, yeah. <laughs> you have an idea, man. Yeah. I see. Uh, I see a lot of my friends in recovery that, you know, they get well, and in addition to the spiritual part of their recovery, you know, they're also going to church and stuff like that, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. I, I think it's just personal preference. I mean, yeah. my when it when it was described as a, a relationship with a higher power of my understanding, it became the voice in my head. You know, I pray. I pray every night, and that's my 
I, I just call it an obsession at this point. Mm-hmm. I, if I, right. I feel like okay. if I don't pray at night, something bad's gonna something happen. Bad's gonna happen. <laughs> right. Same here. I've been doing it for years, <laughs> and things too. are working out, so I'm just gonna keep doing <laughs> don't it. Don't fuck with don't it. Stop. Yeah, not, it, it's work. I mean, right. it's fine. But right. you know, I don't, um, I don't feel the need to go to church to have that right. connection. Whereas some people might only feel that connection if they go to church, or some people right. might want that additional connection, or whatever it might be. I think it's just personal preference. You can definitely have both. Yeah. And I appreciate what Melissa said because I understand, you know, going to church and, you know, people that, I mean, as a cop, I've seen a lot of people doing a lot of things they shouldn't be doing. I don't judge anyone because I've done a lot of things I shouldn't have been doing. But there are certain people that get recognized and they get man of the year, woman of the year, you know, and they're they're active in their church, you know, and you read their obituaries and they were active in their church. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the same guy was, you know, having oral sex with a prostitute, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, and people would, you know, I I never, ever try to intervene on anybody unless there was a severe crime being committed and again mm-hmm. i never judged anybody and it was i've seen a lot of things i never talk, told people about mm. but my point is i really believe that the praying part to me is an obsession too when you just mm-hmm. said that yeah. i can't go to sleep without getting on my knees sometimes yeah. two or three times because i'm yeah. like did i really do it man did i do it right right well you know what even <laughs> like you were saying going to church and all that i don't go to church but you know i i do a long run almost every sunday that's my church that's yeah. my time sure. with god yeah. you know when you're running 10 15 miles at a clip you better have a god yeah, <laughs> they're gonna help you yeah. do that fucking yeah. thing man right. it's tough you know yeah. so i do get that that um that that runner's high and then i and and also with god god is with me i i talk to god i so, sort things out in my mind um you know on that long run on the weekends and well, church is where you make it man. exactly you know, like if you're if running is your church the gym is my church there you, you know go. some people you know church is their church my mother's church is her church yeah she works there that's, then that's okay right. yeah she's absolutely. probably there right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah i met your mother a few weeks back and uh, a police officer had taken his own life out here right. in the town of beverly and um, I'd never met your mother before, and I just felt this connection right away. Mm-hmm. Just the way she was talking. The kindred talk- spirit. Right. And it was empathetic. <laughs> That's and, and, the spiritual and, part. And I've been to funerals for police officers who commit suicide, and, and I could just feel her pain. And she, she actually was emotional. I was getting emotional listening to her. Right. And, you know, to me, that's a gift. When, when, when you can stop and put everybody... Everybody in front of you, total strangers, you know, I, I hear these, these people complain about these people bumming money on the streets. Just think for a moment if you had to do that. And you can say, well, maybe they don't have to do it. It doesn't matter. They're doing it. And, you know, to me, I I have too much humility. I couldn't do that. I'd starve before I'd be out there. But I get yelled at for throwing a buck out the window or giving someone a dollar. But I just feel like I should be doing that. I'm there for that reason. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's crazy. But I've seen it come back. And karma to me is something that's new again. Uh, I have friends that are that, that are of a different faith that are so into karma. And, and, you know, I really believe that what you give, you'll get. Back. Yeah, but that's more spiritual than religious. You're not Absolutely. giving that guy a dollar because, you you know, you're, he's going to go to it's going to go to church or going to go to the well, like basket. This is the teachings of religion. Though, it is right. right? The Ten yeah, Commandments. I mean, yeah. you, who who doesn't think that the Ten Commandments are a good way to live? It's well, a didn't good didn't uh, didn't was it Thomas Paine, I think, took the uh, the Bible and made the uh, good faith and moral teachings of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. He took out all the the miracles and stuff like all the stuff that, that religion is based on and mm-hmm. it, ju- it was just like be a good person Strip do the down. next right, right thing right. it took yeah. all the lessons out i mean i'm not promoting the book i'm just saying right. like right. I, I know that somebody stripped it down and you know if you take the organized religion part out of it that mm-hmm. spirituality is the base that it's built right. on that's the foundation point. that it's yeah. built on and like that's 
I think that's really the message probably even a takeaway just from today is like be a good person do the next right thing like yeah. wherever you come from whatever exactly. religion you follow doesn't sure. matter we're yeah. all we're all you know and they're all based on that premise just yeah. be a good person yeah. do the next right thing help your fellow humans and yeah. we'll but, do fine but if you think about it re- religion is more of a community um, mm-hmm. Your mom's at church now. You said fellowship. she's fellowship. It's yeah. a, just like us at, at AA. So you know, just pe- like us right here. That's like us right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even you guys listening. This mm-hmm. is a fellowship you guys are listening to. Um, but you know, I think it's um, it's more of a, a of you know, however you can get to whatever point you're looking for in your life, and if it's more religious based or more spiritual based or. You know, don't forget, we can't leave our agnostic and our atheists out either. You know, we, we have them listening to this show, so they they may be more on the side of spirituality, you know, and 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 than religion, and mm-hmm. you know, so so there, there's a whole different world of people out there, and I mean, obviously, all of us in this room right now, we're not either one of those. We're more. Um, more kind of on the religious spiritual side. I, I mean, you know, hey, I, I don't. If your belief in the big spaghetti monster in the sky makes you happy <laughs> and it makes you a better person, is then that so be it. Power? That is it. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter. No, nope. or the great pumpkin. You the know, great, the pumpkin. great yeah. pumpkin. Just pick one. Yeah, you know? yeah. You remember going to meetings and saying, "Hey, believe in this can until yeah. you until you know something so higher, okay. better than you." Yeah. So you can start. So you can start from there. So someone who who says, "I have no belief system. I do not believe in a god," and they're adamant about it. They would be welcomed into AA. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Agnostics, Agnostic, atheists. Absolutely. Yeah. Atheists. There's a whole section in the book. We the agnostic. It's and there's an atheist. The chapter in the book chapter. because people struggle with it. Yeah. The real issue. That's yeah. fine. And you, you, you know you don't have to believe to, to, to get the rewards of, of, of this program. And that's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't have to have the guilt because we tell you right from the beginning. Just believe we believe. Mm-hmm. You know, just believe we believe. That's all you have to believe. You don't have to have a specific. You know. No, not at all. No, no. It's it's you know it's 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 your program i don't care if you're not in recovery if you're in recovery whatever it is we all have to believe in something to get us somewhere because you know we talk about our struggles in life we wouldn't change things whatever the case may be but the the normies out there they the have normies. struggles the normies <laughs> what's up normies yeah <laughs> that's melissa she's a normie yeah. welcome normie i thought normie was on cheers yeah <laughs> but they have struggles too yeah. it's you know we we tote our our recovery and our our use and everything but people do have struggles besides oh, yeah. us, you know, yeah. and and they have to believe in. And Melissa, you have to believe in something too, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I, I don't think say that you, have to, you, know, but, you, you know. go, you go, you know, this recovery experience. I, I think you said, sweets. These these people have been through things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they've they've seen every side of it. And whether you're in recovery or not, you've been to that dark place. Oof. No one hasn't. Nope. No one right. hasn't. Exactly. And, and I think that if we can all kind of you know, acknowledge that together. And, and that's sort of the common thread that ties us. We've been in that dark place, but man, we've seen some really incredible things. As sure. well. Skeletons mm-hmm. in everybody's closet. That's right. It's and people kill over religion. I mean, yeah. if you don't believe in certain people's religion, you know, and you're in their country or you're in the wrong place, bad things can happen. And that still goes on today. So, you know, we're very fortunate that we, we live in a, in, a, in, a, in a country where we can all celebrate whatever we want to celebrate and not get ridiculed because you know, just think, just imagine if, if, if you, you had a, not have a religion or not be able to to pray yeah. or, or to worship the way you wanted to. I mean, it's, yeah. it's pretty scary when yeah. you think of it. Yeah, but I think if you just worship a, a religious fact, a re- artifact or, or, or a, a religion, um, there's no spirituality there. There's no, you're not, you're not deep. You're not, you're not getting into who you are. You're, you're, 
masking yourself with the church. You're masking yourself with the idol, with the with a god. Yeah, um, that, that's an opinion because people that are deep into religion, like maybe Mike's mom, is just an example. I mean, I don't think that. I don't think they'd agree with that person. No, no, but I think she's, I think from, and I only met her once, but she's, there's definitely spirituality with your mom, no doubt about it. I mean, she's definitely a spiritual person. I, th I think what you're getting at, and I'll just tell you what I'm hearing, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, is yeah. that, you know, there is there is a difference between religious and spiritual. Yes. You know, and that you can be both, and you can have one without the other, and there are people who are very religious. I mean, if you think about it, more people have died in the name of God, mm -hmm. a God, yeah. throughout saying. the centuries, and, 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 and eons yeah, but is that I mean? a way to live i'm gonna i'm gonna die for my god no, but i'm just saying that you know you can be you can be connected to your higher power religiously and you can worship that idol or that thing and Absolutely. not be connected to humanity you can so be so caught up in your religion yeah. and not respect sure. others yeah. like yeah. spirituality is about connecting and transcending all the religions mm -hmm. you know and so i'm a big fan of the spiritual side of this yeah and i'm not saying that you know religion isn't there you can have both mm-hmm but I know that in recovery, I have to have spirituality. Yeah. Spir uh, religion without spirituality in recovery would be a mess for me. Right? Yeah, oh yeah, I agree with you 100%. So. Well, I think this was one heck of a show. Wow, man, that was pretty deep. <laughs> God. And, and, See, uh, we had all this time when we went through our business yeah, right. last year, right? <laughs> That's right, exactly. We, we might have you on here more, Melissa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that was a good show, guys. Yeah, Melissa, thank you for Melissa, coming thank on. Thank you. Been thank great. you so Appreciate much for having it, yeah. me on. Yeah. Yeah. Sweets, yeah, what would you think? I thought it was fantastic. I'm, awesome. glad, I'm glad we picked that topic because it's a topic I talk about all the time. Right. Yeah, but I, I was getting sideways looks when I brought this up, Podfather. <laughs> you were? <laughs> well, that's what that's Not what our me. listeners want: topics that Not give sideways exactly, looks. Exactly, exactly. I bet you were going to get a lot of emails about this, and mm -hmm. you know, a, a lot of people are going to say, "Well, it, you, you're wrong about religion. You're right about this." But it, let it, us know if we're wrong. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Tell us why. Yeah. Email us. Yeah. Yeah, Let's your opinion isn't it, wrong. And our opinion may evolve. That's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Friends and Recovery Podcast. Stay sober, everybody. Thank you. That concludes this episode of Friends and Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast. Thanks to Genesis House for supporting those on the path to recovery and for keeping this valuable resource free for our Friends and Recovery community. Follow us on Facebook for past shows and updates. If you're interested in becoming a guest on the show, email us at help at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com. If you can't get enough of Mike the Podfather and Jersey Ed, you can catch them on Answering the Call, the First Responder Podcast, available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube.